Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and how are you doing? Wherever you are in the world, we welcome you back to WWW. What happened this week in the world, and what does the word have to say about it? I'm Ken H. coming to you live from Houston. It was a fantastic first week of August. Hot around the country, hot in Houston, and that's okay. We were expecting it. What happened this week in the world? Those new to the program, that is exactly the topic for the next 25 minutes we'll talk about. Those that are back on a regular basis, always thank you again for coming. I do appreciate your cards and notes. Topic this week, who is in control? What in the world is going on? And you'd like to say, Kent, I'm right with you. You look around everywhere we go, whatever we turn on, whatever news program that you're following, whatever you're looking at, it is chaos around the world. If you look at Taliban, they're trying to control again some Afghan cities as the American military leaves that country. Thousands are protesting in the Paris streets as they're cracking down on the COVID and that type of activity. If you talk about Israel, Hezbollah claims, well, we fired on them because they fired on us. Israel said they fired on us because we fired on them. And back and forth, that continued saga goes. Chaos continues to reign in the Middle East. Scientists are continuing to talk. The worst fires across the globe since 2003, July reported. We know we've got a f tremendously difficult fire in California. Almost a third of the country, of the state, excuse me, is on fire. That is the third largest fire California's history has recorded. It is the size of Manhattan, 400 square miles of fire racing. Fire is also rampaging through, of course, Greece, and thousands and thousands, of course, are having to be evacuated there. You've got the Cuban protest. Again, Cuban, and we talk about each week as that crisis continues to be going on. All of these things are happening. We have our own country drama, of course, our own country with mass mandates or the COVID restrictions or what are we going to do, open schools, close schools, the government can't decide on which way to go. We still have an incredible border crisis going on here in Texas. And, of course, the leadership continues just to back and forth it's your fault, it's my fault, it's your fault, it's my fault. Who in the world is in control? We can easily say, I don't know who's in control, Kent. I can't figure it out. Everything I'm watching, everything I'm reading is telling me that there's just chaos. How can you say there's something or someone or a God in control when there's so much chaos? We haven't even mentioned the crime. And again, Chicago reported two police officers shot just last night, Saturday night. It is terrible. It is terrible to think when you're out of control, who do you turn to? And it looks like if you try to go to the leadership, whether state or local, your company, your, your business, or your federal or your state officials, they don't seem to be any more in control than you seem to be in control. And yet sometimes they make the rules that do control what's happening in your life and in your world. And so it's clear that we are discussing today and it seemed to be prevalent all week, a lack or feeling I'm in control. I don't have any control. I'm glad I'm not in California in regards to the drama that they have, the power outages that they have, the difficulties that they have. They continue to be back and forth with their power. Their rates and finances are continuing to skyrocket. I believe I read if you buy a, t a gallon of gas in California, you're going to be paying near $5 for something 
a gallon for those that have any SUVs or whatnot. I mean, okay, and then we have this discussion about, well, then go electric. Well, they can't power their homes and houses. How can you say to me, I'll have power enough for my little car if I go on an electric car? You can't even support the electric grid in California for the houses. So I'm not real confident that we want to scream and yell that gasoline is a drama, so therefore go electric, when the electric grids are shutting down. I know people here in Houston area, up near Humble and Kingwood, that they have powers off and on, kind of brownouts as they call them. So you can't say that I have the answer and your answer is going to be sufficient because sometimes your answer is no better than the answer that we have. The fuel that I put in my car can be changed for an electric fuel, but you've got to be able to source that electric fuel as well. So there's a couple of ways you can play that game, but I don't want to play any games. I just want to look for some control, and who is in control? That's California, what seems to be a state out of control. Texas, of course, has a pretty good control over its situation, but you've got the Democrats leaving the state, racing off to Washington so they don't have to do their jobs, a.k.a. passing legislation, which could bring some control, some ideas to some semblance of control here in the state. You've got the southern border, July, over 180,000 people tried or did try to get across the border in our southern border, not all those in Texas, but certainly across the entire southern border, higher than in July we continue to just race to a crisis and they're bringing the COVID virus over. They're not being vaccinated. They're not being tested. It's just an absolute now, not only a security crisis at our southern border, now a humanitarian crisis, a health crisis. All three of those crises could have been avoided and should have been if someone had left those controls in place. We're not going to go there and talk about the fight, but that is a fact. It changed. So the controls that we're wanting to keep in place that can help us if they get changed, then there's no control and therefore there's a lack of control. And then once again, we have this feeling of things being out of control, which is exactly where we are. I feel like things are out of control. I, again, let's go, let's, let's just be that guy and say, okay, I'm gonna leave this country. I'm gonna move to another country. Well, you just heard me say, Paris has got troubles, Israel's got troubles, Germany's got troubles, Greece has got troubles, the Netherlands has got troubles, the UK has got troubles. What country do you think you're going to go to that doesn't have a control problem or a difficulty or a, a, an issue of problems? So you can't just say, I'm going to get out of here and, and, and escape because the control situation seems to be a chaotic one across the globe. Australia and all their situation, they were gonna be, you know, uh, uh, COVID zero, day zero was gonna be their plan. And then this Delta thing was brought into the country. And so once again, they're shutting things down and they've been shut down for six months in some of those cities around the Australian continent and they said well you know it's much easier to be in control here because we're an island we can control who comes and goes well they did that well to a certain point but then once it got in those disease delta patients have expanded they now four or five six thousand cases of the delta variant in australia and they're going away from day zero they're not going to make del uh, day zero 
take the vaccine. Well, they didn't like the vaccine. They weren't confident. They put all their money in a university to make a vaccine. It wasn't as good. They didn't, they're not confident, says the news, about the Australians' confidence in AstraZeneca, which is made there. They just don't feel like they have a confidence in that vaccine, so they're waiting for the Pfizer, which there's not enough Pfizer. So they're just, uh, it's, it's a question of, of how do you get control when there are some problems on all fronts in the various topics that we're discussing. So we're going to do our best to get through it. We're going to hope to come up with some answers. How do we get control? You have an ability to have some control. What is that? Well, we're going to try to talk again about it. For those, again, new to the program, thank you so much for joining. We are excited that you're joining. We are available on all 16 platforms. You can find your podcasts. And so there is some control. Find us on one of your favorite podcast controls, and we'll be more than happy to be with you each week for 25 short minutes. And it does go by quick. I had a great message from my sister-in-law. She said, I don't know how you talk for 25 minutes, but it works out. So it does work out pretty well, and I'm glad you're always joining. So a shout-out to her, and she'll listen. We'll see if she heard this message this week. I'm hoping that we can find some control. I know that for me, right now, I've got some lack of control. You've heard some things. There are only some few things you can control. You can control your money spending. You can control those things that you're dealing with. Uh, you can kind of control your health, and you can kind of monitor what you eat and what you put into your body. You can kind of control those things that are coming around you, control what you listen to, what you watch. Try not to get yourself uh, over-enthusiastic uh, or get yourself set up with those kind of things. But we'll finish it out. We're going to talk about it in depth and in detail as we take our only and first break, and we're so grateful. Thanks again. Travel and Leisure Magazine. Talk about getting away. I want to be in control of where I go. Well, Travel and Leisure Magazine is going to help you. If you'll call right now, 866-737-8037, operator standing by, you'll save 58%. Travel and Leisure Magazine is a great friend and sponsor of the show. Twelve issues come to your door for one year. Total price $29.99. That's Travel and Leisure Magazine, a favorite of mine. I love the magazine. It's beautiful pictures, great advice, good ideas on where to go, where to travel, and get going. Get after it. Whew. Take a deep breath. Let's get control. Let's have a little bit of control in this next 10 minutes, this next 15 minutes of our show. In with the good air, out with the bad. In with the good air, out with the bad. Well, when you look at the word, what does the word say? Well, as always, we love our analytics. Just a small little mention when you mention the word or talk about the word control. The New American Standard has the word control, self-control, controlling, controlled. 23 times throughout the word, 12 of those in the New Testament. So we kind of have a smaller number on this particular topic. So then we move into the self-controlled setup and we get a little bit more interesting uh, help for us there. Well, the first and foremost, of course, is God is in control. Those that are believers know this, feel it, and have it, and we're grateful for it. So we kind of say to ourselves, okay, great, God is in control and I'm grateful. So what do I do? Um, and I want to know exactly uh, 
Where do you get that? How do you figure that out, right? Well, the title is uh, very simple. God is omnipotent. Omnipotent is that word that is all-powerful. Therefore, he has the power to control whatever we're talking about. He has the ability to control everything we're talking about. God is omnipresent. God is ever-present. So we talked about those world events, Greece fires, California fires, protests in in Paris, protests in Cuba, uh, back and forth firings going on, uh, missiles in, in Israel. It doesn't matter because God is in those areas as well as here where you are listening today. Ever present, omnipresent. God is omniscient. That means he's all-knowing. Nothing is a surprise. You and I could be surprised by the fires, surprised by the missiles, surprised by the flooding, surprised by the protests. Surprised by our elected officials' discussions, decisions, control mechanisms, God is not. God does not get surprised. So that helps us to have some sort of in with the good air, out with the bad. I can have some confidence. I am a believer in my God, and therefore I believe he is all-powerful and can control the situation. I believe he's around, ever-present. He is available to me at this time, and he is knowing what I'm going through. So those are three powerful statements when it comes to control that we can have some confidence in. If we're going to have confidence in control, or who in the world is the question in, is in control, it's nice to know we've got somebody in our corner that is all-knowing, ever-present, and powerful enough to help us with the changes, changes that are occurring. When it talks about his power, Psalms tells us that he keeps a watch on all the nations. So again, going back to the world conversation, it is nice to know that he is watching over all of the land. Let's, you know, when I was living in the Netherlands, my family was here in the States. They, of course, were worried and thinking about me oftentimes in a foreign land. Well, we can all have friends, and I do have plenty of friends in the foreign lands, in other lands, and God is there too. He is watching all of those nations. So that's encouraging, and that keeps, again, some feeling of calmness can come over you when you know somebody's in your corner and is available to you, helping you there. So that's exciting. Twelve times in the New Testament, 23 times in total, we talk about control. Often, of course, we want to talk about self-control. That's where we can really get to the nitty-gritty of this help, if you will, or desire on my part to try to make sure you know that I care about what we share. And this 25 minutes is a personal um, desire of mine to be of assistance or some sort of help to you. So what do we get? When you say control, control is such a wonderful word, but yet it means so much. So let's bring it down to myself. What can I personally control? What is it I'm able to control? What can I deal with? So you talk about I can control my spirit, right? I can control the spirit, things that I have in my, in my life. I can control my judgment. I can take a thought. I can count to 10, whatever your mother used to say. I can count to 10, or you can count, or you can weigh the good and the bads, and it comes to a decision that you have and have some sound judgment. You could perhaps get some counsel from a friend or a family member, or a loved one, you can get some counsel and have a good judgment. I mentioned to you about the food earlier. We can have control over our body, whether that's a 
physical food intake or alcohol or drink intake or a drug and smoking intake or a, a sexual intake. You have control over your body. Oh, Ken, it's so hard. I just love chocolate cake, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I really do. However, there is some control that you have there. Put it a little further in the, in the shelf, higher up on the shelf that you need a step stool give you some sort of extra step to get the cake. I don't know, whatever it is, use some of those tricks that you can to be more self-controlling when it comes to your own body and controlling that. Obviously, I just mentioned it, hindrances of that. Well, obviously there's the lust when it comes, your tongue, the drink, all those sexual sins, unclean spirits. There's a lot of things that want to hinder us from that self-control. The enemy wants one thing, one thing and one thing only, and that's to deter us, to distract us, to discourage us from being in control, discourage us from believing that we can be in control, that we can have control over our spirit, our mind, our judgment, our body. That is the biggest lie there is. You know, we talk about lies and who's lying to us. And when we talk about who are you getting your news from, you think about who's lying to you in those programs or those stories, we have someone that's always in our ear whispering, that's not going to make you fat. Go for that cake. Are you crazy? You probably love, who doesn't love chocolate cake? Blah, blah. You know, so those are hindrances to whether you can have self-control or not. So you want to have control. And therefore, you keep in mind, how can I do it? Well, what is the secrets? What are you able to do? Well, clearly, you've got to be you know, they have all those governances. If you're on a, a, a motorcycle or something, that uh, go-karts, if you go to the go-kart races, they can put a governance on the accelerator so the carts can never go to their full potential. I had a Segway in the Netherlands, those uh, two-wheeled devices that you have, the little podium, and you stand on it, and you go. And I rode that all over Rotterdam. It was very exciting, very fun. But they had a governance on it. There was three keys to the Segway. You had a red, a yellow, and a black key. And they allowed the machine to only go at a certain speed. So that would allow you to govern how fast you went for safety reasons, for control reasons. Oh, there's that word, control, for them to not be liable for any accidents if you use the wrong key they of course had a liability out because you didn't use the right and you weren't following any instructions but then again there's a governance so you can control things in your life you can control you know on the parents that your if your parents of course you can control the internet access that your children can have access to you can control the channels on your TV that you can have access to and keep them out of harm's way, whether it be physical violence shows or criminal shows or sexual shows, they can be governed, they can be controlled so that that access is not given to them. Their young minds, their fresh minds are not ready for such events like that and therefore they need some assistance. Whether that's a God moving through you to make those controls, putting those governances on the channels, or that's just your own parental skill and wisdom. Go ahead. I don't care who gets the credit. However, that's in your control. So you have that ability to can do that. We talked about the diet. We talked about our bodies. We talked about the cars that we drive. We don't have to drive 900 miles an hour. I was making fun of myself the other day, sharing the story that I, as I've gotten... 
I don't know whether it's older or, or dumber or why. I don't know what it is. But in fairness, I just don't drive as fast as I used to. I don't care. Maybe I'm one of those old people, but don't, don't you ever call me old person because I don't look it. But my point is, I just, I'm not in a hurry. I don't have any place that I have to hurry to. So I'm just kind of over to the horse, over the gas station, over the store, over to the events. I had an event yesterday I was at, two events in fact. But I, was, I left early enough. There was no urgency or racing to the place, no need to hurry. So you can have con some control over your timing, right? We all only have 24 hours. Nobody gets a second longer than I do today. Anybody listening to my voice right now, you're stuck in the same 24 hours that I am. So you don't get a second longer. So you get 24 hours, so you get to have some control over those 24 hours. And I'm a big judge of what people like and what they're about and what they prefer and what they're interested in by how they spend their time. And you'll know just listening to people tell you what they did, where their interests are, where their interests are, who they care about, who they love, who they want to spend time with, what they want to do. You know, you've got those gym people that are at the fitness all day long, two hours, three hours a day, twice or four times, six times, seven days a week. That's their interest. That's their body. They're taking care of their body. They're interested in that sort of thing. And that's what they do. Then you have some people that love to make the dinner, so they're in their kitchen a lot. Are they at the stores? Are they buying stuff? So and just all of those things show an interest. So don't tell me that you don't have some control over your activities, the actions that you're involved in, because you do. I know it. You know it. Let's just go ahead and admit it. But is it a good control? Are you doing the right things for your body? Are you doing the right things for your mind? Are you doing the right things for your spirit? We just talked about it just a second ago. You do have the ability to have sound judgment. You do have the ability in Proverbs to say, I can rule my spirit meaning I don't have to go down the temptation road. I know it's there. I know what tempts me, and I'm going to avoid those temptations. I'm going to avoid that place, that channel, that device, those whatever, that are going to cause me to be tempted. Whatever the temptation is, that's none of my business. It's between you and upstairs. But I'm here to tell you we all have them, and we need to know you don't get to say anymore, that's out of my control. No, it's not. No, it's not. How often are you on the knees? How often have you prayed? How often have you asked for advice, wisdom, guidance, protection? Not just, God, give me the lottery winnings. God, just give me the big job. God, give me the money I need. God, give me, God, help me, blah, blah, blah. How about, have you prayed for some control? Have you prayed for some self-control? Have you prayed for some wisdom? Sound judgment, control over my body. Have you asked for those kind of things? They always kind of say, don't ask, be careful what you ask for because God will give it to you. When someone asks, the old joke is, I asked God for patience and he gave me a slow woman in the car in front of me driving 10 miles an hour, slowing me down. Not the kind of patience I was looking for, but that's what I got. I asked an open-ended question, I got an open-ended answer. So the question is, do you have some control? And the answer is yes. My question to you is, are you going to take control of your 24 hours and use it wisely, be productive, be helpful, be directional, encourage others, encourage yourself, encourage your family, your loved ones, those that are in your life, 
and get some control. When everything else seems out of control, let's focus in on those things we can, which is those things in our life. How am I spending my money? Am I being a good steward? How am I performing at the job? Am I working my hardest? Am I giving the company my all? Or are they getting half of what they're paying for? How's my family reactions? How's my pets? How's my life? How's my encouragement? How's everything that I'm supposed to be responsible for? Am I being responsible for it? Because I want you to get it right. I want you to get it done. And I want you to have a blast doing it. And the beauty is that you can. Where everything else seems out of control, there's no reason for you to feel like you are too. Let's shut the door. Let's close it off. Let's turn off the news, the radios, and let's remind ourselves that we have an omnipotent, all-powerful God. We have omnipresent, ever-present in our life God, and we have an omniscient, no surprises, all-knowing God. Remember, we're all in this together under one sky. Gosh, 25 minutes comes and goes quick. Thank you so much for being with me. We look forward to you having another great week. We'll speak to you next week, www, what is happening in the world. What does the word say about it? I'm Ken H. Have a great rest of your week.